Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. They go back to their seats. Let's keep praising God. Let's keep lifting our voices. Let's thank God for what he's doing, what he's about to do. You know, one thing that's happening in this season, Pastor Stovall and the team, we've all been talking about this, that God is doing something with us as a whole people. Do you guys feel that? Like he wants to deliver us as a people where we could actually say, I do have your back. And God's doing a move, not just in our church, but he's doing things all over this world. This is one of the greatest times in human history to be alive. Can I get an agreement on that? And we're gonna get in the word a little bit, then we're gonna flow a little bit, and and we're gonna pray, and we're gonna believe God for more miracles. And what I want us to do is I want us, I I released a word on Sunday about moving forward. The title of the message was, I Got Your Back. And tonight is like part two of that. You guys cool with that? And what the Lord wants to do in this hour is, is take us from a place of stagnancy and good intention is break intentions and break us through. That we don't be a church of just good intention, we be a church that actually is of action. One of the greatest things that moves heaven on our behalf and moves God on our behalf is when we step forward into the very thing he's calling us into. Exodus chapter 14, we're gonna look there just for a few moments. We're gonna start in verse 12. And we're gonna move all the way through quickly through the chapter. And here's what the Lord began to download in November to close out 2018, but moving into 2019. The children of Israel had just been delivered. The exodus had taken place. And and I believe we're in a season where God has delivered us as a people. He's delivering us out of normal, average Christianity. He's moving us into beyond church, into kingdom. Do you guys believe that? That there is the the rule of God that's being released. Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of of God is at hand. And the kingdom of, of heaven is not a place, it's a happening. It's a rule, it's a reign, and Jesus, when he came to the earth, he came to bring another exodus. He came to set his people free from normal Christianity, normal Jewish behavior. And God in this season in 2018, he's trying to close the books and move us into a brand new season. The Israelites, when they came out, they were freaking out. Everybody say freaking out. They were terrified because they'd been in bondage for so long. They look at Moses who's leading them into promise and they say to him, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. When you hear the enemy talking to you about going back to normal, back to comfort, understand that's the voice of hell. God is always calling us into something bigger and better. I feel like he's saying tonight we need to elevate our aim. We need to elevate our expectation. Moses is trying to lead them out of false expectation, the expectation of bondage and calamity. He's trying to break them into something new. And as they move forward, Moses said to the people, this is a prophetic word. He says, do not be afraid, stand still. See the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. 
Do you believe tonight in this season ending 2018 that the enemies that have been pursuing you, that you could have a day when you wake up and you see them no more? I'm talking never again. God's trying to teach us how to do battle how to do warfare. And part of the warfare plan is for the church to respond to his promises. That our response to his magnificent promises would would match, the magnitude of our response would match the magnitude of his promise. And if we will begin to respond and move forward into this next season, he's gonna back us up with power. It's a promise from the heavenly realm. Moses says, Not only will you not see your enemies, he's gonna accomplish for you today the miraculous. The Lord is gonna fight for you and you shall hold your peace. So his battle plan is this. Let's move forward, but I need you to be quiet. Sometimes you just gotta hold your peace and just step forward in what God's doing. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to move forward. And this is the season where we're not supposed to cry and moan and groan and fuss anymore. This is the season where we're supposed to move forward and dare to believe that his promise for your life is greater than your ability to accomplish it. What if the promise and what's backing the promise is greater than your ability to actually accomplish it? I feel like the word for the church right now, not just our church, just in general, is just stop fussing. Sometimes you gotta look at your kids and just say stop fussing. There are times my kids will have certain attitudes and I'll look at them and Diana will look at them and we'll go fix your face. You know, what we project the enemy sees And if you project depression, guess what you're gonna get met with? If you project smallness, guess what the enemy's gonna see you as? Small. God's trying to take a people here that have been trained into smallness and he's trying to create giant slayers. God wants us to become a group of people. When we look at the giants that we have to face, we actually see them as food. We actually see them as nourishment. Because in the kingdom of God, obstacles are actually opportunities. God says, stop crying. Why do you cry? Tell the people, the children of Israel to go forward but lift up your rod, stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. God is coming in this hour going, you've been asking me to bring heaven to earth. Now I'm telling you, if you want heaven to come to earth, I believe God's saying, then do something. Then don't play it safe anymore. Don't go back to comfortable Egypt. Don't go back to comfortable religion where we dress everything up. Meanwhile, internally, Jesus called the the Pharisees. He said, you're a bunch of whitewashed tombs. What he was talking about is that you dress, during the, the, the holy days when they would come for the feast, they would whitewash all the tombs entering into the city. But those tombs still contained dead men's bones, didn't they? And what God doesn't want to do is raise up a church that that just puts on the facade. He wants a group of hungry individuals that dares to believe what we sang about is true. 
that he's actually raising up an army. And everybody in this room is a leader. Everybody is a minister. God's restoring back the priesthood of every believer. God's always wanted this. He wanted to raise up a, a group of kings and priests. It was never meant to be just one guy or a small group of people. It was meant for everybody to be able to hear the Lord and move forward. God says, lift up your rod. You take care of the Red Sea. I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians. They shall follow you. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots, and his horsemen. When the Egyptians shall know, they will then know that I am the Lord. When I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. What if the issues you're going through, the problems you're facing right now, what if you, you begin to understand sometimes God has sent you on an assignment and that assignment is dressed up like a problem? What if we became this opportunistic offensive force in the earthly realm? When we see a storm, we see it as an invitation to go storm the gates of hell. Because in the kingdom of God, everything is upside down. Marital issues become an opportunity to see breakthrough. Fear becomes the backdrop to begin to manifest courage. You don't need courage if there's no fear. It's time to stop running from enemies and begin to face them down and understand that your dad is bigger than their dad. <laughs> The angel of the Lord who went before the camp, verse 19, moved and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before them and stood behind them. Basically, a lot of commentators believe the angel of the Lord is actually the one who Joshua met when he was about to enter into a new place. Jesus, who is the leader of the angel armies, he repositions himself. He moves from being in front of them, right? And does what? He positions himself behind them. And here's what I want us to start embracing as we go into the end of this year, into the next year. Jesus Christ himself is willing to back you. He's willing to, to take over your past. And with the picture I got in November with the word God gave me is that he's actually standing back to back with us. We're supposed to keep going forward. And all throughout scripture in the book of Isaiah, the Lord is declared as someone who has your rear guard. The armor, the armor of God covers everything up here, right? Moving forward. And the glory of the Lord is our rear guard. And so Jesus in this hour is trying to reposition us. He's trying to send us forward. He wants you to know that he has your back. And if he has your back, that, mean he's, that means he's taking care of your past. And not only was his presence there, the pillar that was out in front of them now moved behind them. Now check this out. It came between the camp, the pillar, came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it was a cloud of darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other, 
so that the one did not come near the other all night. It just depends on whose side you're on. The pursuers were on the wrong side of Jesus. They're pursuing, they're stalking, but now Jesus has showed up and is now facing them. And then this pillar on that side is complete darkness. That's why Moses said you can stand still. The Lord's gonna fight this battle. See, some of you are trying to bind devils instead of just moving forward. Some of us are fussing over all of our weakness instead of just moving forward. Because if we will respond, see, God gives this promise, this prophetic promise, and then what, what his, his encouragement is, is we respond. And if we will respond, he will back us up. It takes incredible courage to just respond and move forward, especially when you've been dominated by your past. Tonight, God wants to break us out of these ruts of the past and move us forward into this promise. And it's not gonna require us binding and smiting and binding the smite and breaking the bind and smiting the boundness. And you understand it's gonna require us committing ourselves to just moving forward with what he's already promised over our lives. So it's kind of like, whose side are you on? Closing out 2018, if you're on the opposite side of the Lord, you're still stuck back in Egypt, it's gonna be dark. Darkness always freaks out people. Darkness usually reveals what's inside of us, doesn't it? And yet, on the other side, this side of this group that had just been delivered all night, look at what it says, stood behind them so it came between the camp, the light by night, verse 20. The Israelites had light by night. And what God wants to do in this hour is give his people light. And all night God stayed with them. I was sitting there looking at this today going, I've never seen it like this. God let his people who had been under bad gods for 400 some years, mean, controlling, angry gods, he brings them out of that and he understands they're not gonna just immediately trust him. And I would argue one of the hardest things for us in our walk with God is to just dare to trust his simple promise and he does something that any good dad would do. He begins all night to stay with them. He lights things up and all night he brings this wind from the east. And all night the Israelites get to watch their new God, okay? Their God who's now trying to represent his goodness, they get to watch him all night dry up the Red Sea's floor. What if tonight God could shine such a light on what's ahead, even though in the past that same footing would, you would have sunk? He now begins to dry up 
and make it a path. What if tonight you stopped fretting about your obstacle, this big thing in front of you, and dared to just respond with an outstretched hand? What if the Lord began to blow on your circumstances and what used to sink you now becomes the very pathway into your destiny? And that's what I believe this, the end of this year is all about. God's blowing on this season. He's, he's actually creating a pathway through the obstacles in our life that we can actually go in and inherit the promises. Can I get any kind of witness to that in this hour? Moses responds, he stretches out his hand over the sea The Lord caused the sea to go back by the strong east wind all night and made the sea into dry land, verse 21, and the waters were divided. The children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on what? Dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and their left. The safest place you can be in this season is in the place of risk. If you will dare to risk it all and go all in, I'm telling you, there's no way the enemy can outflank you when you've got two walls surrounding you, banked up by the Lord himself, and all he does is want you to walk through. Sometimes your victory comes with walking it out. This has gotta be a little bit freaky to these guys. This is new territory in so many different ways. And I believe God's taken us as a people into some brand new territory. And sometimes when you enter into a new thing, darkness tries to come and stir up fear and anxiety. And what God wants to do tonight is cripple fear and anxiety in our lives. Most people are afraid to step out because they're afraid to fail. The fear of failure keeps more people on the sidelines than anything else. And God is trying to nurture his people, just like Jesus when he came and pulled all these disciples out of normal and began to lead them into the ways of the kingdom. He was training them out of smallness into becoming giant slayers and world changers. And God is actually trying to convince this people that he's a good God. And he actually backs up what he says. And so when Moses responded, when man responds to the promise, God begins to back it up with force and power. And this is the hour for us to begin to respond to the promise with a magnitude that matches the magnitude of the promise. And what God's gonna do is take us through on dry ground. Are you with me? It came to pass that the morning watch Verse 24, that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. Guess who's watching at the morning watch? Did you know that God, when you're up in that morning, that morning watch, did you know that God, his eyes are upon you, they're upon your situation? Did you know that he is up watching with you? Did you know that he's up there watching and seeing what the enemy's doing and seeing what's happening in the earthly realm? Did you know that on that morning watch, he wants to come through and put on display who he really is? 
And what he does through the cloud, he looks and he sees the perfect position to take out the enemy. I would submit to you this is a new season of warfare. We actually, rest becomes a weapon. The Sabbath we've been talking about becomes a weapon in the hands of the church. Because the Lord himself, if we do the things of just simple response, dare to step out and see the age-old foundations raised up, dare to step into the old path, the ancient paths like Jeremiah talks about, it's the good way. And in the good way, God's presence responds. And so we, we don't have to be a people that continually rebukes and binds and yells at the devil. We could be those that just simply step forward into our destiny and let God himself confuse the enemy. How many of you like to take a little season here where God himself is actually fighting your battle? Where you don't have to try to muster up this courage to fight the devil and you rely upon the courage just to simply move forward. He looks out and it says, uh, he troubled the army of the Egyptians. In this season, let's become a group of people that sends the enemy into counseling. Let's let the Lord trouble them. Let's let the Lord mess with them. In 2 Chronicles, they were outnumbered in history. And, and the king came and the prophet came and the prophet began to speak. And he said this, trust in the Lord and you'll be established. Trust his, believe his prophet's words and you'll prosper. The prophetic word over our lives right now is that 2018, we've had breakthrough, but going into 2019, we're gonna have follow through. There's a battle to get breakthrough, and then there's a battle to keep that breakthrough. 2019, God's gonna back us up. He's gonna send the supplies that are needed to actually help us follow through on everything he's commissioned us to do. But we have to leave behind 2018. Isaiah 43, 18 says, he was planning to move with the people. He said, behold, I'm gonna do a new thing. But his command to the people was, do not recall the former thing. And so we have to take care of business before the end of 2018 and dare to move forward in 2019 with this spirit and this understanding that prophetically, God is gonna make us a people that is able to follow through and finish what we've started. The Lord said, stretch out your hand over the sea. The waters may come back upon the Egyptians and their chariots and on their horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the army of Pharaoh. They came into the sea after them, not so much as one of them remained. But the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall to them on their right and their left. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt, and the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses." 
in the mornings I take these walks sometimes and I'm this big crazy guy walking down the Nocatee Parkway. This morning I scared this poor high school kid. He was heading over to Ponte Vedra High School. He came up, he was flanking me on my left and I was yelling a lot at the devil and preaching myself happy, so to speak. And this poor kid almost fell off his bike. I was rebuking things so loudly and breaking things and believing God so violently that I actually freaked him out and I had to apologize. And I'm that crazy guy that walks looking up at the sky and talking. But I can tell you sometimes you gotta just walk this out. And as I was walking this morning, the Lord began to download what we can expect in 2019. Dreams that are on hold are gonna come to pass. Dreams that have felt like they've been on layaway are gonna be released. Hope deferred is, be, is gonna become a desire fulfilled. Fear is gonna become the backdrop for courage to be manifested. Obstacles are gonna become open doors and secured opportunities. Barriers are gonna become beginning points. Giants are gonna become nourishment. Anxiety is gonna become anticipation. Depression is gonna become a doorway to hope. Serpents are gonna become your servants. That's my personal favorite. And rest is gonna become a weapon. If we will be a people that will just put our roots down Pastor Stovall talked about it on Sunday. Those who are planted in the household of God, Psalm 92 talks about, those that are planted in the household of God, they will flourish in the courts of our God. This is the hour to be planted, to be rooted, to be grounded in the promises of God. The Word of God says in Proverbs 29, 18, that without vision, the prophetic vision, people actually perish. They back away. They start dwindling from the promises over their lives. But when we're driven by prophetic vision, life comes. Hope deferred suddenly becomes this desire that gets fulfilled. How many of you feel like you got some dreams that have been on layaway? Look all around the room. How many you believe in 2019, as we close out 18, 2019, these dreams that have been on layaway can actually be reawakened, revived, and actually accomplished? What's required in this hour is just courage to obey. He doesn't need superstars. He just needs hungry people. You know how God positioned the Israelites coming out of Egypt, he positioned them in a place of vulnerability. People are terrified about being vulnerable, aren't they? Because usually when we're vulnerable, people exploit us. God in this hour is trying to teach his people, just like Jesus did when he walked the earthly realm, that vulnerability is actually a place of safety. 
These guys thought this was a, a, gonna be a tomb. And the truth is, it was, it was a tomb. The Red Sea became a tomb, but not for the children of Israel. It became a tomb for the enemy. And they begin to walk through on dry ground. This is what the Lord wants us to anticipate going into 2019. What used to feel like a tomb is gonna become a birthing room. It's gonna become a womb. And just like Jesus, when he went and he said, I, he finished it right, he went all the way into the tomb. And guess what? Three days later, what happened? He walked right out of that tomb. The tomb became the very birthing place of the church. And so tonight, I'm wondering if we could become a people that stands together on behalf of a whole city and a whole region. We become this pioneering group, right? That's been entrusted to move forward with the plans of God for not just our own families, but for the, the plans all over this region. There's so much at stake right now. I'm convinced that everything counts. We're in a season where every worship song counts. Every prayer counts. Every household counts. Every, every Sabbath counts. Every time we're around the table, it counts. Every time we come into this facility, this sacred space, it counts. What if we became a people that understood that everything we do actually counts? That the Lord himself is on the watch. And when you get up in the morning on that morning watch, he's watching. How many of you got some stuff you wanna leave behind? Stand to your feet. You got some stuff you're going, I just gotta, I gotta leave this behind. Hebrews 12, 12 says this. Chastening, you know, the Israelites felt like the God was chastening them, was gonna destroy them. And the writer of Hebrews says that chastening doesn't feel good and joyful in the present, but it feels painful sometimes. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have what? Been trained by it. Sometimes God's put you, put, God puts you in a position of vulnerability to train you, to train you that he is good, that he's not like the gods of Egypt that are continuously trying to destroy you, but he's a good God. And he says, therefore, strengthen those hands that hang down. Strengthen those feeble knees. Make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. In boxing, if your hands are, if your hands are hanging, what happens? You get punched right in the face. See, this is a fight. This is a fight for your destiny. But this is a fight for much more than just your destiny. It's a fight for a whole region's destiny. Get your hands up. Could you just do that real quick? I just... 
Come on, get your hands up like you're gonna take somebody out. If you're right-handed, get your right stance. If you're left-handed, bring that left. But God says, get your hands up. He says, strengthen your knees that are shaken out of fear and worry. He says, strengthen those. Get your hands up and strengthen your knees. We got a race to run, guys. This is a race. You young people, listen to me, all you young people. I don't know who told you that you're not gonna have obstacles, but I'm telling you, you're gonna have to face obstacles in your young existence. And when you go into that school tomorrow, get your hands up. Strengthen those feeble knees. Begin to project what, how God sees you. What you project will infiltrate your schools. Men and women of God going into work tomorrow, get your hands up. Get your knees strengthened. And then he says, very practically, make a straight path. All we gotta do is align with what he's telling us to do. Begin to make straight paths for your feet. And then in the course of running and fighting, you're gonna get healed. You don't get healed laying down. In the kingdom of God, you get healed when your hands are up and your knees are strengthened and you've made a straight path for your feet. Because if you don't make a straight path and that thing that's weak in you, it's gonna get dislocated instead of healed. How many of you got some stuff that you know is in your path that has to get taken out of the way? Lift both hands up to heaven. Let's deal with that right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we end 2018, these things that are obstructing our pathway, I speak to generational baggage, I speak to self-inflicted baggage, I speak to those things that have blocked the path that are from our own disobedience and our own weakness. And we just come as a people right now representing a greater people. And we ask that you forgive us, Lord. We ask that you'd release us from all of these things. We're, if we've been robbing you, if we have been offended at others, if we have been neglecting the household of God or neglecting our families or neglecting what we've been supposed to put our hands to, Father, forgive us for the sins of omission, the things we just haven't done, the things we haven't followed through on. Father, we remove that tonight from our path. We want a straight path. The Lord's showing me right now, some of you that felt like you've had baggage, God's gonna turn it into luggage because you're about to go on another trip. Baggage is gonna actually become luggage. How many of you honestly have let your guard down? You've been getting punched in the face. Lift your hands up. Lift them way up high.
as a prophetic act, could you that are surrounding them, could you maybe help them keep their hands up? I'm just, I just feel like sometimes you just need a little push. You know, God wants to push you tonight. And so if you're standing behind those that are lifting their hands, just come up behind them gently and just say, here, I got your back. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we repent for letting our guard down. We repent for falling asleep sometimes on the duty that you've given us. We repent for not finishing what we, we've started. We ask that you kindly forgive us right now for, for letting our guard down, for backing away, for giving up too soon, for not waiting on you for the breakthrough. Father, would you birth perseverance and power and glory and anointing right now? Would you sustain my hands? Would you lift them up in this hour? God, I commit to moving forward with, I want to fight. I'm not afraid to fight. I lift my hands back up. I put my guard back up. I'm going to protect my eyes. I'm going to protect my ears in this hour. I'm moving forward into what you have. Lord, I trust you that you're on the watch. You're on the lookout for my enemy and my enemies are now your enemies and all I got to do is lift my hand. All I got to do is lift my rod. All I got to do is speak to that thing that's in front of me and command it to go and you're going to confirm confuse and confound and destroy the enemy on my behalf. <laughs> Lastly, God wants to deal with fear. How many of you would admit that your knees have been kind of feeble in this hour? You know what I'm talking about? Fear is settled in. The fear of failure, the fear of not making it, the fear of finance, the fear of the future. Fear, 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 fear. Lift your hands up to heaven right now. God wants to deliver us as a people from fear. You know what delivers us from fear? Perfect love. Tonight as a living sacrifice, you're lifting your hands to the Father of lights from whom every good gift comes. Father, right now, would you evict fear? Would you come now with perfect love that says there's nothing broken, nothing missing. Would you bring the shalom, the peace of heaven right now? Would you begin to saturate all of us with this sense, this understanding? My little children, even if you're in a struggle, you've got an advocate with the Father. You've got an advocate, his name is Jesus. When you were his enemy, God loved you enough to bring you into reconciliation. How much more now as a child is he coming now, right here, right now, in lavishing you with perfect love. Come on now, I can feel it. Let go of that self-preservation. Let it go. Let it go. Just say, Lord, I let go of my self-preservation. I want you to know me. I want you to know me. I want you to know me. I, want you, I need your love like never before. Father, we just agree with the prophetic word over our lives right now. We just lift our hands as a people. The 2018 was the year of breakthrough, but 2019 is the year of follow through. <laughs> Pastor Stovall on Sunday came and he said that 
follow through is gonna lead to what? Flourishing. And flourishing is gonna lead to fullness. Father, we agree with the prophetic word over our lives that as we follow through, we're gonna flourish, we're gonna grow, we're gonna mature, and we're gonna reach a place of fullness. And we're gonna be an unstoppable force in the earthly realm that is gonna see the kingdom agenda advanced in our city and in our region, in our schools, in our workplaces and in our homes. And all God's people gave one last big shout. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.